need inspiration. Inspire them. You are good night, Roba Show, after all. Ain't you? I can hit Sam. We need the lead. 23 confirmed kills at Antietam. This is one of Connolly's Confederate sharpshooters, dubbed the Angel of Death. Do what he does. He's a legend. Much was made at the beginning of TIFF about the fact that that movie was going to be opening things up. And uh, I remember going back and watching the original not that long ago and being so impressed. Obviously, it was the remake of a famous Japanese movie. But uh, Magnificent Seven is back. And uh, I know you probably saw this like six months ago, right, Richard? I saw it a while ago. Yeah, yeah I did see it a while ago. I, it is, you know, it's maybe not magnificent, but there are seven of them. So there's truth in advertising there. And it's a bit of fun. You know, it is kind of like the Magnificent Seven with Yul Brenner and Steve McQueen and all those guys mixed up with The Wild Bunch. So it's not a direct remake, uh, but it is about these gunslingers who come together to protect the town from an evil robber baron played by um, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. And it's different in the sense that it has um, a very diverse cast. Uh, you've got a a South Korean uh, actor. You've got Denzel Washington. You've got you know people from all over the world here uh, as the Magnificent Seven, and you have roles for women in this film that normally don't appear in in westerns. You know, typically speaking, you know the roles in in westerns for women, particularly the the nineteen sixty uh, Magnificent Seven, were non-existent or they were like cowering in the corner while the men went up and shot out the town. And that doesn't happen here. So you've got a movie that is modern in its attitude, but it feels like an old-time Western. So I think it's a good popcorn movie. It, 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 a lot of the details of it haven't stayed with me. I did see it a while ago, but, uh, but it's fun while you're sitting in front of it. You know, it's funny because so much was made when the original came out, and, and everybody went deep into the, you know, the history of the Seven Samurai yeah, and uh, yeah. the, all the... the images and the imagery and the uh, everybody read into that so much uh this one you're saying is is just more a fun western rather than you know uh, a heavy psychological movie masquerading as one. Oh, there's not a lot of psychology on display here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and, and and it's fine without it. I mean, you know, it would have been a deeper, different experience if it was there. But this is a, a different kind of movie. This is, you know, a, a movie that I'm surprised didn't come out during the summer, frankly, because it's a it's a summer kind of air conditioning movie. You go in, you eat some popcorn, you soak up some air conditioning for a couple of hours when it's blazingly hot outside, uh, and then you leave, and and it probably won't stay. With with you, but it's not a bad movie. All right, let's move to uh, Storks, which uh, the kids, I'm sure, are are looking forward to, if any indication. Last time I went to a movie, when the previews came on, a lot of the kids sat up and took notice. Yeah, I just wish it was better. Uh, Storks oh, uh, isn't very good. Yeah, it's the story of uh, Stork Mountain and the company that runs Stork Mountain. They no longer deliver babies. Storks gave up uh, the baby business a long time ago. They now deliver packages, kind of like Amazon.com, something like that. They're sort of drones now, these uh, storks. And then a letter from a little boy who wants, desperately wants a baby brother finds its way into the baby-making machine, and a little adorable baby is produced. And a stork named Junior, played by Andy Samberg, 
uh, has to go old school and deliver this baby. And, of course, goes on an adventure after that. And, you know, it's kind of loud. It's sort of frenetic. Uh, it, I don't think that kids are really going to care all that much, frankly. I, the audience that I saw it with was filled with kids, and uh, they weren't, I don't think, terribly engaged by it. Uh, talk talk to me about a. Uh, let's move on. If that's if that's not worth seeing, let's move on to a story about um, uh, a queen. Yeah, the Queen of Cotway is uh, a really good family film. This is based on the true story of a young woman named Fiona Matutsi. She is a girl who grew up on the streets of Kampala, Uganda, uh, penniless, illiterate, uh, wanted to play sports, but there were only two options: soccer or chess. And her mother wouldn't allow her to play soccer because they were so poor that if uh, Fiona was injured, they couldn't afford to send her to the hospital. So she takes up chess instead. And it turns out she's a genius. And she can see eight moves ahead and and, uh, is a great strategist. And she goes on to become uh, a world champion. This is a true story. So the movie is very specific in its location, set in Uganda. Uh, it is very specific in what it's about. It's about chess, but it's very universal in the themes that it has. So it's about never giving up and never saying no uh, and, and always trying to be the best version of yourself as, as you can be. It's about giving hope to a place where there is no hope. So it's an inspirational movie. But I met the real-life Fiona Matuzzi, uh last week at the Toronto International Film Festival, and she had just been to see her movie with an audience of 2,600 people at Roy Thompson Hall here in Toronto. So she's sitting in that audience watching the story of her life. I said, what was that experience like? She said, oh, it was very emotional for me. It's, it's, it was great to see my story up there. I said, do you have any other favorite movies? And she said, oh, uh, no. And I said, why not? She said, I've never seen any other movies. Oh. The first movie in a theater I've ever seen is the story of my life. Wow. Isn't that a crazy That story? is an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. They Apparently, there are some movie theaters in Uganda, but they're very expensive, and uh, that, uh, the, you know, people um, don't flock to them, as they might here in North America. We take it so for granted. Sure. Uh, and uh, they have things called video shacks, which are literally uh, storage containers, like big ones that would be used on ships, that are they'll, they'll run an extension cord to the nearest power source and show bootlegged, uh, DVDs of movies uh, for like maybe five or ten cents. You can go see that, but even that for most of Fiona's life was too expensive for her. Incredible. You know, we never had a chance to chat um, after TIFF. Um, what was what was the best thing you saw during TIFF? I mean, that's a tough question because you see so much. But what when you think back on this year's Toronto International Film Festival, what's going to stick out for you? There's there's three that that I think are are going to be the ones that in a few years I will think back fondly on. La La Land, which is coming out in a month or so, big musical with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. It is terrific. You will leave the theater feeling better than when you went in, and I have to say, I don't like musicals, and I loved this movie. So that's one of them. Manchester by the Sea is another film. Casey Affleck plays a man who has to go back uh, to Manchester, Massachusetts, and take care of his brother's funeral arrangements, and it opens up some ghosts for him while he's back there. Terrific movie. All This is going to be all over the Academy Awards, I think. And my favorite movie was a movie called Patterson. Patterson stars Adam Driver, who we most recently saw as Kylo Ren in Star Wars The Force Awakens. And he plays a bus driver in New Jersey who also writes poetry. 
And this is going to sound so pretentious, what I'm about to say, but it's a movie about finding the beauty in everyday life. It's a, it's a movie about finding the art that is all around you. Virtually nothing happens in this movie. He has a lovely relationship with his wife. They have a dog. He walks the dog. He goes to a bar. He has a drink. Uh, he writes poetry about it. It is uneventful in the extreme. It is a very, just a big slice of life, but it's the most entertaining movie I saw at the festival this year. I walked out of there loving that film. Okay, I've written all three of those down. Looking forward to it. Mr. Krause, thank you, my friend. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Tim.